Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, so we are dishing on Madison's food scene. Some exciting news for the South Side. South Park Street is getting a new grocery store. Pick and Save is closing, and instead, a new locally owned store is coming soon. This is part of the city's efforts to ensure all corners of Madison have healthy food options, and a deal's finally been reached. Christy Maurer will open Maurer's Urban Market, where she's cooking up plans for more than just healthy foods. Here's her vision for the neighborhood store. It's Thursday, April 20th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Hi, Christy. Hello. Thank you for joining us on CityCast Madison. Thank you for having me. So tell us about the vision for this new store. Like, what can we expect walking through? So the vision for this store is to make sure that the shopping pattern and the feel of the store is as comfortable for everyone as possible. It is 24,000 square feet. So it's a little bit smaller than if you're traditionally shopping at Pick and Save Now. Um, It'll be smaller. There's 150 apartments up above us. So it is an urban grocery store because it will be first floor retail. As you can see, if anyone is already walking around it or outside, there are a lot of windows. Um, And so you're going to find all your traditional offerings. You're going to find, you know, your your center store, your meat department. There will be a seafood department. I'm hoping to have all sorts of prepared foods um, and some some really fun, creative things that haven't been seen yet in the Madison market. Um, there will probably be a coffee shop as well. So there are some new treats that are coming. Things that I'm passionate about. I'm I'm a foodie, and yeah. I, I love food, and I love people to be excited about food. And so I hope that this grocery store gets people excited about food. If they want to come in and get a cup of coffee and hang out outside, there's going to be an option for that as well. And really, it goes to that whole vibe of neighborhood grocery store. I want people to feel free to be in that store as as much as as they want whether that's daily or weekly i think a lot of times we can watch watch our food dollars if we're coming to the grocery store more frequently which is very which is very urban esque right like if if you are living working playing in an area that has a grocery store you can visit it more frequently um, and we also are going to have online shopping and home delivery for those that maybe can't get to us um, or need the convenience of online shopping but we'll have that as well that's huge and I love food too and I love getting excited about food um, I also heard that you guys you know talking about a seafood station and or area I hear about you guys are gonna have poke bowls and grab and go sushi hibachi um, I also heard about some bulk kombucha dispensers and uh, alkaline water dispensers those are some you know great things to have and also some I think that would be pretty different than what you might find 
at pick and save. Yeah. You know, I'm, what I'm really looking for is here in 2023, you know, things are similar, but they're also different, right? Like there's a lot of, of new trends coming on the market. So part of my job is to look and see what is on the horizon. What is, what do I think the neighborhood and the people who live and work and play, what they're looking for now, but also what are we looking for in the future as well? And what are the things that will lend itself well to the size of the grocery store? And this is a big deal, like for it to where it's going. And there's going to be a lot of development and interest in creating sustainable um, spaces on Madison South Side. What do you hope your store means for the neighborhood like more broadly? You know, what I really hope is that this is the the anchor or the grounding force and and part of my vision. And I think the vision of the developer as well and for the city is that this is a place where people can be around and whether that's walking or biking or, you know, taking a break from work. And there's a lot of people who work around there and not only just um, reside but that this can be a, a community action point and this can be a place where people can gather or see their friends. And that's what I think being a small independent grocer means is that people feel comfortable in their space. If I'm doing my job right, then people feel comfortable and feel at home. I mean, we're, we're a grocery store, so we're, we're in the business of selling food and helping you with food. But food is love, right? Like for, at least it is for me. And, and while it can be very transactional, there's so much that comes with it. The socialization, the sense of community, all of those things that food brings. And the grocery store for me is just a vessel by which we can all talk about food. Absolutely. I'm wondering, um, in terms of choosing this location, the city had been looking for someone to run a grocery store here for years now, ever since Pick and Save announced their closing. Why do you think that there was that gap? Why did you decide that you want to make a spot here and and have a feeling that you'll be successful? This is a, a focal point for the city and making sure that the neighborhoods are are well taken care of and making sure that there is food access and, and, and it doesn't become a food desert. And I think that shows how the city has prioritized and feels that it's important, but you know, COVID slowed things down quite a bit. This has been a project in the making for a long time, but one of the things that I think is important is it is a smaller space, which means that not everybody is um, wanting to take on a smaller footprint and smaller footprints are what are important in an urban setting. I happen to feel that I can do a lot with a smaller space. And I think that it's about being creative and being open-minded and kind of challenging the past perceptions. While that might be difficult, that's not for everybody. Um, I'm passionate about this project and passionate about being in Madison. Um, obviously, I live in Madison. So for me, I, I wanted to to do a project that is my own project. This is just, just my first grocery store. I have obviously a very long history of being in the grocery business, but this is an awesome opportunity for me to do a store on my own um, and be in my hometown, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. And your dad owns stores in the Dells, Milwaukee, here locally. You grew up here. This one is yours and you'll be at the store like as a hands-on manager, right? Correct. Yeah. And that's what I think is really important about an independent grocer and especially uh, this neighborhood grocery store is what 
we decide and what I decide in terms of the design or the flow or the food options, that doesn't work all the time, right? Like there's going to be some failure. Our customers are going to say, hey, I don't like that, or I'm looking for, or I need this. And to have those people on the ground talking to the customers every day, you can adjust in real time. And as an independent grocer, I don't know of any other way to do it than that, right? To be in it, to be immersed in it, and to be part of the solution, working alongside of of the employees and really building a business from ground up. So you've been in this business for so long. Like, what's your favorite thing about running a grocery store? Oh, my goodness. What is my favorite thing? Um, That's a really good question. I think it depends on the day. You know, what I will say about grocery and anyone who has done retail before is there's kind of a chaos that comes to retail, um, especially grocery retail, and not in a bad way. There's always something to do. There's whether that's a problem or um, a crisis or just a fun thing I want to work on. And, you know, part of owning your own business and part of owning a grocery store is if I want to come up with a new idea. Like for example, if I see something and I'm like, oh, I really want to add that to the menu or, oh, I really love how they're presenting salads, for example, I can just execute that. I don't have to go through all these, all these chains or I don't have to fill out forms. I can just make it happen. And it's really that building block of entrepreneurship of, I really like it. I think the customers will like it. Let's try it. If it fails, you pivot. If it doesn't fail, it's a great success. And we move on to the next success. So I think that that for me is what I'm, I love about grocery and I love about retail and it takes my passion of food. You know, I, I like to, to talk about food. I like, I like to educate the consumer as well. I like being able to know the customers so well that we pick the right things for them and then seeing that success. Yeah. And I mean, I heard you earlier talking about like, creating a community space that folks would want to come to more often on a regular basis, like on a weekly basis. And that's, you know, would lend to folks getting perishable foods, getting foods that are fresher for them, better for them. Where does that passion come from? I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> is that like a, is that a, is, is that, cause that's like kind of more of like a European style thinking, right? You know, that's so true. And I think probably so many of us grew up in the model of your parents went to the grocery store once a week and you got everything for the week and then you were done. And I know for myself as a single person, I change my mind all the time or, you know, I see something and I think, oh, I really want to, I really want to make that, or I'm in the mood for this. So I'm going to make that. And I think that there are kind of two different philosophies. You can, you know, go to the store, stock up, um, really plan out your meals. I'm never that capable. Like I, I don't have the ability to plot out a calendar for a really long time. I know what you mean. <laughs> right? I know what and, you mean, Christy. <laughs> and it's like, so you're I, creative. Yes. You know, I like to be able to go into the store and I'm hoping that the grocery store also um, inspires people. And, you know, I love to go into a, a grocery store or any store, honestly, as a, a retail person, I love to go into any store and be inspired, see something and go, yes, And not everyone has that. For some people, grocery shopping or doing any type of shopping is, it is necessary. I have to feed my family. I have to feed myself. I'm going to get these things and I'm going to move on. And if that's, if that's what you need in, in your day, then I'm hoping that this grocery store, the flow of it is convenient and easy and it's not difficult and people don't talk to you if you don't want that. But if you want to come in and, and you want to talk about something or you have a question or if you want to just 
linger a little bit longer than you think is appropriate, I want that to be okay too. If you love Twinkies, have Twinkies. If you love or cosmic brownies or cosmic brownies, right. Or, um, but if you want, if you want a fresh salad made to order, then I'm going to have that option for you as well. And some other fun things that we're kind of playing with now. Is this sort of passion something you encounter with other people in the grocery industry? I call it grocery nerding. That's, <laughs> I feel like I'm a real grocery nerd, but no, you know, what, what you're going to find when you talk to other grocers is we all have the same type of weird passion for grocery. Like my dad doesn't talk in terms of specific food combinations. If a customer has a question on cooking or baking or how to prepare something, you know, he'll call me. So that's not his, his passion. Wait, you take people's questions about like, like, what should I cook with this? I get that every day. What? Yeah. <laughs> Where have I been? Yes, I get that all <laughs> I the time. I could be asking people in the grocery store, what should I cook with this? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, you might get someone who, who don't, doesn't know how to answer it, but for the most part, they're going to tell you how that they don't know how to answer it. So yes, I get a lot of questions of, of people who, um, you know, or I, I, I have the same customer who comes every couple of days, she comes in the store and she always asks, asks me a question about whether it's fiber or whether it's, you know, um, she wanted to make a soup recipe, but she wanted to use cream instead of um, water because she was using a package. And so I was like walking her through that. I'm like, okay, but watch, you know, kind of giving her the, the how-to steps. And she was like, oh, thank you. But it's it's really that interaction, right? Like that daily interaction is what independent grocers do in in their stores. They're just constantly talking to their customers and they are they're in their business. And yes, there are some, there are a lot of different things we have to deal with every day between employees and technology and software. And, you know, we in the grocery industry, we're receiving a lot of products every day, all day, whether that's, you know, bananas and, and broccoli and to everything to cans of vegetables. So what we deal with and what we touch on a daily basis is immense. And I think that's why grocers are so passionate about their business because they know they you have to know everything that's coming in literally yeah okay and now that I think about it like um I do have smaller stores that I would ask questions like that and you do I'm sure you guys really get to know people and, and they trust you and that means so so much so for example the store that my dad owns up in Wisconsin Dells which is where I am right now we have customers who are older and they they live alone we actually have a calendar of when we see them so that if we don't see them, we know to go check on them. And I think that that's, that's very, very true of especially more rural stores or smaller stores, is you have that kind of community feel. And if, if the, hopefully the customers are feeling, I mean, I have, I have a cashier who she says to a customer, oh, I'll mark the calendar, I saw you today. And then, you know, he moves on and, and he kind of chuckles. And, and, you know, we've been in that situation where we have to go check on someone because we're caring and, you know, we try to be caring and compassionate people. So I think that is when we're talking about community, it doesn't have to be that, I guess, maybe, maybe that's strange. I'm not sure. But for us, that's what community means. I'm sitting here thinking about that you said food is love. And I can't see that as any, you know, any more true in what you just described and what that means for the people that they know that you're looking for them and that they have somewhere to be. Not to get emotional, but you know, it is kind of emotional. 
no, it's, it's so sweet. And, you know, the fact that my staff does that as well. And there are times I will say where, you know, I'm talking to one of my employees and I'm like, oh, have we seen, and I'm like, I haven't seen her in a couple of days. Has anyone else? And you kind of go around just to make sure, because, you know, it's a small town and you want to check in on people. And I hope that that translates. And I hope that people feel that, that passion, not only for food, but for community members. That's beautiful. I wanted to ask you, because I now that I think about it, I, I want to know, are there any hot grocery items for you right now that you're bringing home that if people oh ask you? Oh, my goodness. I know. Okay. Well, you know some of the secrets, right? Like, so we're, I really want to do poke bowls and some hibachi. Um, that's something that I'm I'm passionate about and I love. And I also we're going to bring to the Madison Market. Uh, we're going to do a, a salad bar, but not salad bar. So it's going to be salads to order. And that's something I'm passionate about because I don't know if anyone else is this way, but I love when my salad is made for me. Having to make my own salad is like, ugh. I love it to be mixed and, you know, you don't have to put your own dressing on it. I mean, that's why a restaurant salad is truly so great, right? Because they don't have to mix everything. Um, so it's going to be something we're going to try and see if, if people love it. I'm toying with some pizza options to see if maybe that's something to, to hit the market. But there's a lot of things that we'll, we'll have to decide in the next couple of months. And we'll be hearing from community members and feeling what, what people are thinking. But a lot of things are, are things that I'm excited about. And I think that we don't see often enough. And what are things that can differentiate us from other grocery stores? I'm hoping at some point that we become a destination for maybe people who don't necessarily live in the area. That it's, I want, I want some of the stuff that we offer to be craveable. And I want, I want people to go, oh, I really want to get that. And I can only get that at Mauer's Urban Market. And I hope that people say that at some point. Mm-hmm. Going to make it a, a go-to hot spot. I'm going to try. Yeah. I was just thinking about um, this question that's come up with us here on the show about uh, self-checkout lanes. Oh, my gosh. Are you guys going to have those? And I should probably ask the question, where have you guys decided on? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Um, well, some of us really like the checkout cameras if you look good in them. Yes. <laughs> So if you're going to have them, we want the kind that make us uh, set us in a flattering light. <laughs> have you been in, in the kind that don't? And then you're like, really, is that how I look? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like a mugshot. <laughs> am I that pale? And I just didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's an ongoing joke um, on, on the show that festival cameras, apparently you look very good in them. Uh, that's what Dylan said, our producer. And people wrote in and said, it's true. <laughs> I'd be looking fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there something to it? I think there's definitely something to it. I don't know all the like ins and outs of technology on it, but if there's a button where I can have some sort of filter for myself, I know I'm going to definitely invest in that technology. <laughs> there's a there's a button, so now we know <laughs> what's happening. Yeah, I, there's got to be, right? Like because it, it it's not normal. Like I when I look when I'm at the grocery store shopping, it is rough. So, <laughs> it can't be that magical. Okay, well, so do you have any rules of the road, by the way, for yourself? Like, I'm thinking, I'm picturing you grocery shopping at your own store. And like, do you, is it like, don't go in hungry? Is it harder for you? <laughs> Does it feel like work or easier? Because you know. Yeah, you know, owning, 
it's, it's terrible, right? Because so one of the things that I struggle with is when I'm stocking, I'll be in the aisle and let's say I'm in, you know, like the baking aisle, all of a sudden I'll be building a recipe with what I'm putting on the shelf. And I will have like a little pile on the floor of things that I'm buying for later. It's terrible. (laughs) So all of a sudden I'll have, I'm like, oh, I really need this kind of granulated sugar. And then all of a sudden, and I'll have my staff go, oh, what's this pile? (laughs) We'll put it away. I'm like, no, that's my shopping order. It is a challenge. (laughs) So yes, having a grocery store can be, can be challenging. You, you try to buy your stuff before you leave, because once you're out, the, the general adage is like, once you're out, you don't want to come back because you never know how long you're going to be there. But yeah, it's it's a good good problem to have. A good problem to have. Um, Christy, you are a delight. I also have like a sixth sense that you're like a comedian because I think you're hilarious. That would be great. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope that you also start doing comedy because you just have a good knack for it. I That's also coming from someone who likes comedy. So that's thank a full you. on compliment. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Christy, thank you so much for telling us your plans and sharing your passion about the new grocery store that's coming. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That's Christy Maurer, owner of the forthcoming Maurer's Urban Market on South Park and Cedar. Construction is planned for this summer, with the hopes of opening the store by the end of this year. And here's what else Madison's been talking about. The Dane County Jail. Looks like we have a deal. The county board's Black Caucus has long argued that the new jail renovation should be slimmed down, but they've been at loggerheads with the sheriff and county exec who vetoed the board's plan. A vote is scheduled for tonight, Thursday the 20th, and the Black Caucus is now saying they'll vote for more money for the jail. They want the work release program transferred to another county department and to cancel our contract with the feds to hold federal inmates in our jail. Listen to our interview from Tuesday for the deets. This thing might actually happen. And an update on abortion access. The abortion drug Mifepristone will continue to be available at least until Friday. The Supreme Court is still debating. On a different note, record store day, baby. (laughs) Saturday, April 22nd is not just Earth Day. It's also the wonderful celebration of our analog friend, The Record. We love vinyl in this town and have more than a few great shops to check out. I saw one say on their website that they've ordered a deep number of Taylor Swift's Folklore, the Long Pond Studio Sessions vinyl, which obviously is very hot right now. And if I said it wasn't, would I be the anti-hero? We'll share a link in our show notes on the different offerings and festivities. Plus, also on Saturday, you can check out what will be the first in a series of vintage markets to be held at North Street. It's in the shop that houses Bloom Bake Shop in Eakin Park. There'll be woodcrafts, household items, vintage clothing, and more. We'll toss you a link. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell someone who squeezes avocados in the produce section to subscribe to our pod? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Ciao.